Welcome to another podcast episode from Neuroscientia.com, the educational repository of cognitive health tutorials and powerful brainy tips for learning, where you would discover the fundamental secrets to a healthy brain, which can think clearly, learn faster, remember accurately, with sound judgment and optimal focus. Want to learn something new? Here you go. Really? Technology is going crazy and it is no news that scientists have linked thousands of genes to intelligence. One psychologist says it's time to test college kids. Gene. Ready for a world in which a $50 DNA test can predict your odds of earning a PhD or forecast which little one gets into a selective preschool? Robert Bowman, a behavioral geneticist, says that's exactly what's coming. For a long time. Genetic researchers have sought the hereditary elements at the back of intelligence, with little luck. But now gene research has ultimately gotten big enough, and hence powerful enough, to zero in on genetic variations linked to IQ. A year ago, no John had ever been tied to overall performance on an IQ test. Since then, greater than 500 have, thanks to John's studies involving extra than 200,000 check takers. Results from a scan correlating 1 million people's DNA with their educational success are due at any time. That discoveries mean we can now read the DNA of a young infant and get an idea of how intelligent he or she will be, says Bowman, an American primarily based at King's College, London, where he leads a long-term find-out about of 13,000 pairs of British twins. Bowman outlined the DNA IQ test scenario in January in a paper titled The New Genetics of Intelligence, making a case that parents will use direct-to-consumer tests to predict kids' intellectual capabilities and make educated choices, an idea he calls precision education. As of now, the predictions are no longer quite accurate. The DNA versions that have been linked to test scores provide an explanation for much less than 10% of the intelligence variations between the people of European ancestry who've been studied. Even so, MIT Technology Review found that factors of Plowman's testing scenario are already happening. At least three online services, inclusive of Gene Plaza and DNA Land, have started providing to quantify anyone's genetic IQ from a spill sample. Others are holding back. The greatest company providing direct-to-consumer DNA health reports, 23andMe, says it's not telling people their intelligence score out of concern the information would be poorly received. Several educators contacted by MIT Technology Review reacted with alarm to the new developments, saying DNA tests need to no longer be used to evaluate children's academic prospects. One day your voice will manipulate all your gadgets, and they will control you. Repeating radio bursts from outside our galaxy have been detected for the second time. Google Assistant now comes with a real-time translator for 27 languages. IBM has just unveiled this cool-looking quantum computer, but will conceal it in the cloud. The idea is we'll have this information everywhere you go, like a Merfid tag. Everyone will know who you are, what you are about. To me that is really scary, says Catherine Bliss a sociologist at the University of California, San Francisco, and author of a book questioning the use of genetics and social science. A world where people are slotted according to their inborn ability, well, that is Gattaca, says Bliss. That is eugenics. Finding the genes. To psychologists, AEQ exams measure something called G the frequent issue of intelligence. People who are higher at math, spatial reasoning, verbal ability, and other skills that exams can measure have greater G. And that is no longer all. 
the G thing is strongly correlated with income, happiness, health, and lifespan. More G seems to be a good issue all around. To Bowman, it's the omnipotent variable in life. It's additionally surprisingly heritable. Comparisons of twins, both same and fraternal, separated at the beginning or raised together, had proven that genetics should account for more than half of intelligence, a huge effect for genes. The rest is due to your schools, your diet, and other environmental factors. But which particular genes are responsible? The search did not go well at first. Plowman failed to discover any links when he looked at the genomes of 7,900 children in 2010. He later became involved in a misadventure involving a Chinese sequencing company, BGI, to which he providing the DNA of more than a thousand American geniuses. The project got derailed after news reports accused the Chinese of hatching a plot to breed genius babies. The gene hunt finally paid off in May 2017. A Dutch-led study of the genetic makeup of 78,308 people who take contests, including 2,825 of Plowman's twins, zeroed the non-variations in 22 genes linked to IQ scores. By this March, the tally had swiftly risen to 199,000 humans and 500 genes. Plowman says a forthcoming report will set up links to 1,000 genes. Each genetic variable observed so far has only a tiny effect, either weekly increasing IQ on average or weekly decreasing it. The trick to turning the discoveries into a personal DNA IQ test. Simply add up all the pluses and minuses you find in a specific person's genome. These types of assessments are referred to as polygenic scores. And they're rapidly turning into a very big deal, see 10 Breakthrough Technologies 2018, Genetic Fortune Telling. That's due to the fact they work for any trait, including heart disease, diabetes, and schizophrenia, in all, more than 2,000 traits so far. Psychologist Robert Plowman spits in a DNA collection tube. He's learned his genetic threat for dozens of traits. In 2017, he spits in a tube and had his DNA scores calculated by his research center. Now, during talks, he presents his genetic rankings. He's on the high end of the risk for arthritis. He has some, lower than common for depression, and in the 94th percentile for being overweight. To Bowman, whose weight sometimes nears 240 pounds, the genetic prediction explains his lifelong battle with starches and sweets. People will say, oh, there's nothing you can do, you're a genetic fatty, however it helps me to know. It's constant fighting of the bulge, he says. Of course, he knows his percentile rank for predicted academic achievement, too. It's 99 point something, it's embarrassing, he says. Are you Einstein or Bozo? Several scientists told MIT Technology Review they don't trust genetic IQ tests can tell humans anything useful and aren't sure why Plowman is announcing they will. We will never be able to look into someone's DNA and say your IQ will be 120, says Danielle Postuma, who led the massive 2017 IQ study. I don't think it makes much sense to use it that way. I would just give people an IQ test. Postuma says her main interest is in discovering how the brain works at a fundamental level, where discovering genes associated with intelligence can help. Bowman, however, points out that IQ tests with colored blocks barely work for little kids, failing to accurately capture how they will do on tests later in life. Your DNA, on the other hand, is there from the day you are born and doesn't change. Early in life, Bowman says, DNA may already provide a better intelligence prediction than any test does.
Still, the issue is accuracy, or lack of it. Right now, the polygenic scores capture only a fraction of the genetic determinants of intelligence and none of the environmental ones. That skill the predictions remain fuzzy. This is clear from Plowman's personal data. His core calculated polygenic scores for hundreds of the twins he's observed since their birth and whose DNA it has on file. He then compared the gene rankings with how well the twins, now in their 20s, had done on a UK-wide exam that everyone takes as a teenager. Genetic studies of intelligence can also shed light on school preferences and social mobility. Here, boys from the elite British school hero have onlookers. Plotted one towards the other, the result appears more like a barely elongated cloud of dots than a straight line. That is, the DNA predictions and the test scores tended to line up, though not perfectly. Some with low DNA scores had gotten great test outcomes as teens. Others had bombed despite the promise in their genes. To Aaron Panofsky, a sociologist of science with the University of California, Los Angeles, that's a massive problem. With this technology, you could end up branding an Einstein as a bozo, and vice versa. Is the claim that you are going to have kindergartners spit in test tubes and get some traction on their achievement when they graduate excessive school? Well, in aggregate, it looks like it will be better than rolling dice, Panofsky. When asked. But what if we prefer to decide if your child ought to be in the gifted or remedial program? He replied. When it comes to using DNA assessments in the actual world, I don't think they thought about it very hard. IQ scores for sale. MIT Technology Review found that genetic IQ assessments are already being offered via websites that provide information to people who've earlier had their DNA measured by 23andMeAncestry.com. Users of Gene Plaza, for example, can upload their 23andMe facts and pay $4 extra to access an intelligence app, which rates their DNA using data from the big 2017 study on IQ genes. It shows users where their genes place them on a bell curve from decreased to higher IQ. A comparable calculation is accessible from DNA land. Eugenics 2.0, we're at the dawn of choosing embryos with the aid of health, height, and more. Will you be among the first to pick your kid's IQ? As machine learning unlocks predictions from DNA databases, scientists say parents ought to have options never before possible. The outcomes come with disclaimers saying the results don't mean much yet because they predict only about 5 points of IQ. I hope people are not getting it thinking that this is a true measure of their intelligence, says Elaine Coletta, a bioinformatics scientist and the founder of Gene Plaza. He says he put up the app for fun. So far, the major consumer DNA testing agencies have steered clear of intelligence reports. There are obviously some concerns about how it receives used and gets talked about, says James Liu, co-founder of California-based Helix, the main app store for DNA tests. Given the records of eugenics, big organizations have to fear being called out as Nazis and racists. What's more, clients might not be thrilled to receive a prediction of less than average intelligence. Take the testing company 23andMe, which has studied the DNA of more than 5 million people and offers consumers reports on 21 traits, inclusive of the whole thing from the probabilities of having a cleft chin to the likelihood of developing a bald spot. Of these trait reports, 16 are calculated using polygenic scores. But 23andMe doesn't offer any reviews about mental faculties. And that is no longer because it doesn't have the data. It does. 
because it surveys customers on how long they stayed in school, a proxy for intelligence. The Google-backed company has been playing a supporting role in the search for intelligence genes by contributing its customers' DNA data to the largest of the gene hunts. So why not inform customers? In response to MIT Technology Review's question, 23 and me gave us a statement. Educational attainment is something we have appeared at previously but are not currently pursuing our product for several reasons, said Shirley Wu, Director of Product Science for 23andMe. One being the pitfalls of practicable misinterpretation of such a report. Genetocracy Although it's still taboo to talk about, some medical scientists are trying to figure out how to use the polygenic intelligence scores to pick the smartest embryo from an IVF dish, choose the great sperm donor, or discover fetuses at high risk for an increased menu of cognitive disorders, including autism. Dalton Conley, a sociologist at Princeton University, says as quickly as the IQ predictions reach the double digits, something that could occur very soon. We will need to have a serious policy debate about such personal eugenics. One concern is that IVF is expensive. That could lead to a state of affairs in which the wealthy end up using IQ test technology to pick children with pick genes whilst the poor don't, leading to an unequal society that Conley calls a genetocracy. DNA-based polygenic scores are getting higher at predicting intelligence, risks for common diseases, and more. Others suggest that genetic models of intelligence will be used to compare races, ethnic groups, or people from different parts of the world. In an editorial about the genetics of race published in the New York Times on March 23, Harvard University biologist David Reich cited the new genetic IQ predictors and cautioned that all traits influenced by genetics are expected to differ across populations. The warning was implicit, variations in IQ could be due to genes not circumstance, and polygenic scores might prove it. For psychologists working in genetics, the breakthroughs of the last 12 months have introduced DNA prediction of behavior much closer to practical use. In the public square, though, they face a throng of skeptics, who say their science is misleading or who disavow it altogether. We are in a situation when you mention you work in intelligence, people say, oh, you can't measure that. What is intelligence? Says Stuart Ritchie a psychologist at the University of Edinburgh. The debate we need to be having is on the real ethics of doing this genetic prediction, whether it's measuring kids to predict how they will do in school or selecting embryos. Others say the great question will be when it is acceptable to prejudge people from DNA profiles. We'd probably want to inform people if their DNA says they are at risk for addiction, for example. Maybe they won't pick up that first cigarette. But what does it imply to tell parents their kid is at risk of being smart or dumb? For Plowman, at least, the answer is already clear. He says polygenic scores for IQ will further reveal the role of intelligence in determining people's salaries, their preference of partners, and even the structure of society. People will want to know. Plowman says he's writing a book, titled Blueprint, that he thinks is going to piss a lot of people off by arguing that DNA is the major systematic force in making people who they are. This podcast episode has come to a close. But before you go, don't forget to visit www.neuroscientia.com and subscribe to get tons of free resources to expand your mind and ignite your creativity. Bye.